it's time to go into auto reverse. Tony and Matt. Will we look at bands that are underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown? This week, we're going auto reverse on Bobby Blue Bland. So, Mr. Bobby Blue Bland, Tony, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, I never heard this being called, him being called this, but they said there was his nickname called the Sinatra of the Blues. <laughs> and, and it's kind of funny because it's kind of a weird kind of juxtaposition, but it's pro, it works for him because his voice is kind of transcends. I mean, I can think, you know, I don't know, maybe Joe Williams. I'm not even, it's not even Joe Williams. I'm trying to think of someone who... Nat King Cole? Nat King Cole, probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, just that that kind of, like, presence that even though sometimes, like, when you listen to his songs, the, the, the arrangements and the, the, mus- the uh, musicianship is like, it's good. It'll be good. It'll be solid. But not that good. But something about his voice elevates it. It takes it up just another notch. Right, you're right. Um, you know, the, his voice is, you know, there. It's it's got that. You're right, like kind of that Nat King Cole's, like that soul to it that you don't really mm-hmm. catch. Like, and we can take it back to what you know where he started, which is you know the old Memphis. Uh, Beale Street, BB King. Yeah, the Beale Street Street, the Beale Streeters, which is does everyone know BB King is a a Beatles Street boy? That's what the BB stands for. But it was him and like Johnny Ace, and that's where they all started. And um, you know, he kind of his success is kind of something that kind of had it was very roller coaster ish. It kind of you know he 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 got on good labels, got with good musicians. You know, I think had some hits. Had some hits early. Had some hits early. um, Then fell off. Then fell off. But then made some incredible records in the seventies. It's like, it's it's the perfect. And then made some good records in the eighties. It's like, he was the perfect roller coaster ride. He was the blues for the blues. He was the blues. He was a personification of the blues, and and the thing is, and I'll be completely honest. This is one episode where I'll let people know I don't know that much about him. I and I only know as much as like somebody handed me. My friend uh, Diego handed me a copy of Two Se- Two Steps from the Blues. He was like moving from uh, Brooklyn to Jersey City, and he's like, "Listen, I got this stack of records. I'm getting rid of them." And something that beat up. And I saw two steps in the blues. He goes, That's a dollar. I was like, All right, well, just based on this cover where he's wearing weird slacks with one leg up on the step, I'm like, That must be good. You know, it must be good. And it was. And it's funny because two steps in the blues, it's like every song is under three minutes. It's kind of cheesy in a way. It's kind of like, like schmaltzy, you know, like kind of like, you know, ballady. Yeah. But it's so, it's so heavy. Yeah, in a subtle way. Yeah, and I, I think, it, and that's his debut album, if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's Two Steps from the Blues or the other one where, with the phone, <laughs> the uh, 
which is probably one of the best worst album covers of all time. I think it's called Here's uh, The is... Way Love Is. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm looking at it now. So it's Two Steps Was. Just two Steps from the Blues came out in 61. So that was the Okay, first... so that's the first record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking that maybe The Way Love Is with the phone like where he's calling all his girlfriends i thought that was the first one but you know i'm you know i'm glad it's not <laughs> he does have some good covers he does yeah <laughs> the dreamer yeah where he's just smoking a cigarette it's like the best yeah 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 and, and you know and, and the thing is is like his voice and we you know and he is early i'd say the first half of his career he it was more of a kind of a soothing soulful blues voice and then somewhere and and when i first learned about bobby bland it was that live album with him and bb king which is just yeah phenomenal which so, is like 60 mid 60s yeah i think it was late yeah, yeah. 60s yeah. if i'm not mistaken I, yeah. could, I could be wrong but he um um you know he he did that thing with his voice where you see this really kind of smoothness coming and then he does that wow yeah, and I yeah. was like, "What the hell?" It's it, it's, it, heavy. it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah, and he does he, but it, it's, you know, I, yeah. It was like I think it was together for the first time. I'm, I'm guessing, or maybe it's together again. I don't know. It was one of those, because um, I think those two albums came out within a couple years of each other. But he, you know, he he just has a very distinct, but really, um, you know, just goes from the gut. Um, and you can tell that he is someone who's just a natural singer. Obviously, as someone who plays, plays with, uh, plays with the song rather than waiting for the song to kind of roll with him. He's he's someone who, you know, the way that, you know, he he can have that kind of he can sound amazing with an orchestration, a full orchestration behind yeah. him. Or, or just, a funk band, or a funk band, or a funk it band, yeah. or it just, or just, or just a dude playing bottleneck on a yeah, on yeah. The it thing, doesn't matter. He's he's that much of a personality, like in terms of as a singer. As soon as he starts singing, you know it's him, and you know it's going to be good, even if the or some of the orchestration is kind of loose or not that good. Yeah, or, if or the a little too much. It's too over the top. Point, yeah, he's gonna make. He's gonna elevate that shit. He's gonna elevate it. I mean, there was an album that I didn't know about that was on the playlist that you put together. It's called. Let's see if I have this right. His California album. Yeah, the California That's album. An, that yeah, his, that, and, Dream, that album. and Dreamer. I didn't know anything about that record. Yeah, Nothing. That and Dreamer were the what. And the Dreamer ones. are just incredible, yeah. and should be taken seriously like it should be like this thing where like people should be talking about it like oh you know that this is some fucking like cornerstone shit but it's not it no. like i i what i noticed is that record collectors really get into bobby blue bland and rightfully so like they're into it but like like in the like if you get beyond that realm that's sort of like it's like nobody really knows who he is and i'm guilty of the same thing it's like i heard of him i had a record but I don't know, you know, he's, it wasn't until me and you started talking where you were like, we should do him. Yeah. You know, we should put, we should do a show on him. He, he kind of reminds me, he kind of, you, 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 you can slap, slap me if I'm wrong about this, but he's kind of like almost 
you know, the same way Peter Green is with guitarists. Yeah, he, he is like with singers. It's a great compa great comparison. It's like great comparison, subtle, just wonderful, beautiful, poetic, uh, flourishes that are just unexpected, unexpected, know. and it's just like, and you're just kind of like, how is this not worth more than it is? You know, it's like that, and that's like, you know, we we before we got on before we started recording, I I told you I spent some time on this because i didn't know who he was that that well i knew a few you know i knew some songs i knew some records but it, i needed to know more about him not in terms of a historical thing but more just purely musical i needed right. to understand him more like to get a context of who he was yeah and i think you know he did the traditional you know played the chitlin circuit and you know did chess records and yeah and, and he was on the chitlin circuit yeah, that's why I said that. I mean, dude, how that yeah. right there, and then, and then and then he some of the stacks people wrote songs for him, and dude, I'm gonna tell you this right now, he wrote one of my favorite songs of all time, "Ain't No Love," oh, in the heart no. of the city. Come on, <laughs> yeah, that's. that's I uh, mean, that is literally one of the heaviest. It's like you know, it, it's right there, and this is, and I'm gonna reference a recent episode of Auto Reverse. It's right there with I'm going down. Yeah, yeah. It's right there in terms of the the gravity, like the weight of that song. It's it's just it's undeniable. Right. You know, and there's a you know we were doing some research like as well. Like I didn't know he he was pretty much for a good portion of his life was illiterate. So the, like way that he I didn't know I didn't know that the way that he kind of compensated for the lyrics was like you know he learned the songs by ingesting them more than by reading the lyrics or writing the lyrics down yeah. you know he um, you know uh, made the songs about uh, you know his expression and uh, you know dude he even got he was on, you know, I think there was something about him being on Sun Records, but he just, and Duke Records, and, you know, yeah. then he went to, like, you know, he just jumped around a lot, and, but he wrote, yeah. like, he, he did some of these great, like, Farther Up the Road and Stormy Monday, which is yeah. my favorite version Yeah, uh, yeah Stormy Monday, yeah. Um, which you can hear, like, if you hear that live, uh, Allman Brothers at Fillmore, they do, their version of Stormy Monday is based on less... I, I feel less T-Bone Walker's version and more um, Bobby Blue Bland's, but and I, I, I can't I can only imagine how much of an influence he was on Greg Allman because you can hear that kind of that kind oh, of. Oh, dude, detail. you hear you hear it in you hear it in the voice, but you hear it in the arrangement and his use of the Hammond organ, especially yeah. like the mid period mid period uh, Bobby Blue Bland, like uh, like I said, like. Uh, the California album and Dreamer, you really hear that kind of like that sweet, that sweet Southern soul. That that thing, like it's it's just something. It, I don't know. It's like a food. It's like it's like you can have it all the time. It's right, always right, gonna right. be good. Right. It's like turtle soup. You know, it's always whoa, going whoa, 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 to whoa. be good. Turtle okay, soup. I know. Okay, you mean split I only pea? say turtle soup. Uh, etouffee. Maybe it's like an etouffee. I, I don't. <laughs> wow. 
you're in New York for two weeks. Your your food vocabulary. I know. I know. All of a sudden, I, like, I think I know what I'm talking about with food. I don't. I don't. I have no idea what I'm talking about. With food. But I do know what I'm talking about with music. And Bobby Bland is the shit. You know it. You know, the guy is like, uh, you know, heavily influenced on, I mean, he's fairly well covered. I didn't even know he was, he was sampled on uh, Jay-Z's album, The Blueprint. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know that either until I started reading up on that. Yeah. Was, I mean, it makes sense, but uh, what's his name? Jay-Z is always like sort of giving props to, you know, yeah. to the, uh, to the gods as yep. he should, uh, yeah. you know, anyone, if you're going to sample somebody, make sure you. You, you give the proper you <laughs> exactly. know exactly you know you if, if you're not sampling then whatever then you can say fuck you but you know if you're sampling you got to say what's up yeah and you know it's one of those i mean you know bobby b bland i mean we could go like i feel like we always go to this trajectory like well they didn't get their due and they had to they deal they kind of devolve you know they had hit depression and alcoholism and yeah hit yeah. alone and then they had to bring it up but like i you know the thing about him which is, I think, uh, the common thread on a lot of the artists that we feature here. You know, they, or most of them at least, they, they kept going forward. Like Bobby Boubin didn't stop singing. He couldn't. It was like breathing to him. And uh, even up until he, you know, passed away, which I... Which, I which wasn't that long ago. It was only like seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. Yeah, he like, died in 2013. Yeah. He made records from the night in the 80s and the 90s. Well, in that, the 80s and 90s, thank, thankfully, yeah, you made that perfectly clear on your in your playlist. Well, I, that you so finally put together. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, but you know what? I, I you know, and as you know, it's a meritocracy with the playlist with us. It's like you don't get on there just because you did a record. It's like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the stuff I I went listened to all the albums, and I was especially the later ones because I had no, I didn't, I never heard. I remember Sad Street, but I didn't remember the last two, which was Memphis Monday Morning and Blues at Midnight. I don't remember yeah. them at all. And they were actually really, like... They're like, good. They're good. Like, his voice is not at full power, but, you know, he's like, you know, he was, you know, kind of in his, I don't know, what was he, in his late 70s He at was that already point? in his 70s, 60s and 70s yeah, at that point. Yeah, 70s. yeah. But still going on, you know. And the, Dude, his, ha his half-ass is somebody else's full-ass. 
Yeah. I, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what, you know, like, oh, I'm going to worry about that, please. But it was like the thing. It's like, I, I, you know, I never got to see him live. Uh, but, you know, he's someone that he, the concerts that I've heard are people that I have spoken to who went to his concerts. Like, whether there was, you know, 50 people or 1,500, he, he, would, he would give you the same show. Like he just put it all out there with you know he didn't he didn't half-ass it as you know like you were saying it's like it's like he, Solomon Burke. I yeah. saw Solomon Burke play a couple times. Both shows I saw, one was in like the aughts, like the early aughts. Another one was in the nineties, or I forgot how what the order was. Both shows were like they might as well have been his last shows. You know what I mean? It was like it had that vibe to it. Right. One show I saw with with Solomon Burke. You know who opened up? Pharaoh Sanders. What? I'm not kidding. I don't know. Who I put I that know show together. Person put that. Sh- it was at Central Park. I don't know. Uh, well, that makes I don't know sense. if it was just a random some random shit. I don't. I'm not sure. But they both played together. Wow. Yeah. Great show. Just like when I saw. Uh, Sunra Sun and, and, Sun and Rat. Youth. That was, that was right up there. <laughs> right, I know. Fuck you, asshole. Uh, I was trying to think what would be the most extremes from Sunra. Sun yeah, yeah, it was Sunra and Sonic Youth. That was yeah. another one that was just that, like, have, wow. That makes a little bit more. That makes somewhat a little sense. Sort of, but do they? Does any of that make sense? I mean, it, I, it's. I appreciate it's, the nut. Like you, I like. I think that, you know. To the degree what Bill Graham tried to do a lot was trying to bring in like, and he did that with the, you know, keep it relevant. He did that with yeah. a lot of blues guys. He's like, okay, oh yeah, I know that, I, I know that. I, I know, know that. you're here to see Jimi Hendrix, but this is Albert King. But I'm gonna put. Yeah, I know you're here to see, you know, uh, Albert King, but I, but Moby Grape's opening up. You know, it's like yeah. I get it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. As a matter of fact, you know, now with perspective and looking back like a Moby Grape or a Can Heat. Yeah. They all, like, as much as they're written off as, like, blues, like, white blues dudes, fuck that. It was original and good, and it was a really good interpretation. And wow. it, and now, looking back, it's like, you're like, oh, they're better than 75% of any well, other band, you know? Yeah, and, and, like, Can Heat got their ref card stamped by John Lee Hooker, those John Lee Oh, Hooker's. hells yeah, please. That, that's, that's please. That's insane. Um, Pharaoh Sanders and Solomon Burke. That's that. That was an incredible show. I, I remember it very, very fondly. It was a long. It was a long time ago. It was probably almost twenty years ago. But yeah, yeah. It's You're, you know those are just random fucking things, man. Random things. Yeah. The uh, you know it, who, he collaborated. He was championed a lot by uh, Van Morrison, who covered "Turn On Your Love Light" and would bring him oh, up. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There is they. There was I. I had I did not hear this, and uh, but I, I'm gonna go check it out. I I'm reading that he and uh, Morrison, Van Morrison sang uh, "Tupelo Honey" on the best of Van Morrison Ooh. album three, which I I got a. I wouldn't put that on the list, but because that's not his song and duets and, and such. But um, I, I, I can't imagine. It. I imagine him bringing down the house with that. Oh come on! Man. Even at, Bobby even, Boo Bland, you you really you were the one. I'm not saying you pushed me to cover this guy, but you aided in that because you were like, I like him. I really like him, 
and I was like, okay, I need to focus on that because that's part of the show, right? It's like sometimes one of us doesn't know really the importance or the 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 weight of the artist, and we need like we need to go back and well, like check it out. And you know what? And what stirred it for me is we had that Freddie King conversation. That's right. And Freddie King's got an amazing blues voice, and I was thinking like yeah. who. Who's got a blues voice as good as Freddie King, or at least as powerful? Powerful, as and, powerful. And I yeah. was like, well, Holland Wolf, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then I was like, Bobby And Muddy Waters. Yeah. Let's just be honest. And Coco, yeah. and Coco Taylor. And Coco Taylor, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you could probably throw Etta James in there, too. Oh, I think Etta James could perfectly fit in that. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, you know... It was, and I, I mean, and I was like, well, Bob, you know, B.B. King's a really, you know, I was like, well, I don't know if his, he's got the, the vocal heft, or at least I don't feel his singing as much as I do. And I don't know why that is, but I, I like his singing, but I don't feel the same. Like when I hear Hollow Wolf, there seems to be this extra other, Like an otherworldliness. Nah, it's like, I, and this... <laughs> I could do other things while BB King is singing, but when, yeah. but when Hollow Wolf is singing, I got to listen to him. Like, yeah, because he, he's, he's more like a te he's like a teacher, and Howlin' Wolf. Is, I mean, so Howlin' Wolf's like a teacher, and BB King is more like a like someone that's doing the news. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like a really interesting newscaster. Newscast, very interesting <laughs> newscaster. But you know, something that you could you could. You could eat, talk to your wife, and listen to that. You can, and it can be all kind of taken in. Whereas Hollow Wolf, it's like someone's trying to talk to you, and oh, and you're like smokestack light, and you're just like, oh, excuse me, I gotta, someone, you know. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I gotta go. I gotta go. No, no, I don't mean I have to go right now. I mean that, like, when you hear Highland Wolf, you're like, I gotta, go, I gotta go. I got, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> you have me like stuff. I'm like, I, didn't, I was like, dude, because you, you've done that. We're like, I gotta, sorry, dude, gotta go. I'm on that trip right now, man. I'm, on, I, I'm on it. I'm, I, at, I'm not at home. I'm not call, at home. You know this. I'm, I'm, gonna, in, I'm gonna call. I'm in New York. <laughs> Tony, I'm in New York. Can start calling you Tony Ripcord. Just like pull, he like pulls it. Sorry, guys, gotta leave. Uh, nope, uh, I'm in I'm in Bayonne, New Jersey. Um, hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah, we need to record this. I wonder where it, what. There's a thunderstorm here. Really? Don't you have thunderstorms in Canada? Not like this right now. No. Well, also, we've had a drought essentially in Canada for the in Western it, Canada Char for the last three months. Charlie's not still around, is he? No, they're everybody's gone. You got the, you got the, they like, all went you home. got like the parent wonder going on, like his like yeah, Charlie, yeah, Charlie, come here. There's a lightning bolt outside. <laughs> yeah, there, there there is thunder and lightning, or is it not thunder and lightning in Brooklyn? It's dark, but I don't know if it's thunder and lightning. Yeah, it's we, thunder, we get, it's thunder and lightning here. But we we get you know. We get, you know, we get it all the time. Oh, well, there's just a little bit of thunder right now. So, there you go. There uh, you go. So, and much like the thunder of Mr. Bland's <laughs> voice, who could bring the thunder at any time. He could be any time. He could be. He could bring his voice down to a soft whistle, soft like you know, soft drizzle, and then he could re make it to take it to heights like a hard thunder. But yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad that we did this because it, it, I, it, 
you know what I what I enjoy about the show is you get to you get to go meet old friends and kind of and then say oh I didn't know you did that and it allowed me to go some of the other albums that I've never really heard I know and gain an appreciation because he doesn't like he's not a one note guy he tries things a lot he tries you know he it's kind of he's a little got a little bit of toots in I mean it's not he doesn't go too far off the ranch like toots would but he tries different kind of or you know variations on orchestrations like kinds of bands like you said like funk and soul a little bit maybe a little rock but not anything really you know not heavily trying new stuff and uh not reimagining it because really it's just his voice going that's it's just him it's just him uh yeah like the modulation of his voice which if you can pull it off with that then then you you're going to be on the show right you know what i mean like the fact that you can do that much with your voice and different yeah sort of like backgrounds to that it's like okay well you you deserve to be on here right whether you can read or not is not a factor no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Actually, if you can read, that's worse for yes, listening to this show. Because shows. you're going to be telling us what you're reading, and you're just yeah. like, shut and, up. And on that note, you should tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, please. Please. That's a... <laughs> Dude, you got razor sharp today. I'm the one that's I don't right. know why. I don't know You why. are razor sharp. <laughs> razor sharp. Yeah, let us know what you think about old Mr. Bobby Blue Bland, and if you want us to do anyone in the blues or any other kind of genre that you feel that we're neglecting or you'd like to hear our thoughts on, uh, hit us up at autoreversepod at gmail.com. If you want to, you can also visit us on Facebook and Instagram where we have uh, accounts there and reply intermittently. Uh, But yeah. Uh, any, anything else, buddy, or until next time? No, that's it. I'm uh, I'm on vacation, so I'll only self-promote in about a couple weeks. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, you know what? Yeah. This you know this probably won't be out until a couple weeks, so you probably. Well, then it works perfectly. Yeah. So, uh, I do have a radio show on Fridays, uh, noon to two, uh, Pacific Standard Time. It's called Crowd Control Radio on CJMP.ca backslash listen so essentially the radio show is a a sort of personification of auto reverse it's the music part of what we do it's got a lot more it's you know he's known as the king of the deep cuts and you're not (laughs) you're not you're gonna get a lot of good tunes like there is at least four or five songs each show where i'll ask him like who is that or what was that which one was that? And because it's like, uh, it's like, I'll, I'm, you know, he, he, he just, it's a great show to listen to. It's a great way to spend two hours. You know, if you're on the East Coast time from, from uh, four to, what is it, three to five? No, it's, it's, so it's three, three to five, five, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a good way. Coast, it's a good yeah. way to start your Friday evening. So I, highly I recommended. think so. Highly recommended. All right, buddy. All right. Until next time. All right. Time. Well, that, all right. Peace. <laughs>